Today's best country, Froggy 101. We're once again joined by my brother who is telling his tales of terror. Now, yesterday he told a story about three ghosts that were staring at us when we were sleeping and a fish tank who seemed to be chanting or talking almost as if the fish tank was used as a medium to contact the living. Of course, the living was my brother and I. And after we got rid of the fish tank, it seems that the spirit tried to use something else to talk to us. Nick, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I, I got to be honest. I Just talking about this the other day and then thinking about today, uh, I, I'm, I've already got goosebumps. Now let me set the stage here. Growing up, you had a ventriloquist dummy named Danny O'Day. Black hair, red lips, red bow tie. Seemed pretty harmless. Yeah, I mean, I was into magic and all that kind of stuff when I was younger. And I remember seeing a video and I always thought it was funny. You know, this guy and this little dummy going back and forth telling jokes. And that was something that I thought would be fun to get into. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you were in sixth or seventh grade when this night happened. Yeah, I was definitely old enough to kind of understand what was going on. Uh, Not so young that, like, my imagination was getting carried away. Uh, Yeah, I was probably right around that sixth, seventh grade when it happened. Now, before this night, I vaguely remember something happened prior to him coming to life. You know, he was, I remember I had a sleepover. Uh, with one of my friends, and we thought we saw it move. Uh, definitely, this at this point, we had moved into separate rooms. We were getting old enough. I had my own room, and, like, there was just all this weird thing, like, weird feelings in the room. Because I remember, you, I think it was Michael Thompson, you guys swore yeah. that the dummy moved one night. We did, and it was Michael Thompson. He had one, too, and we swore it moved, but... You know, maybe we were just up watching ghost movies and stuff when we scared ourselves, but then it absolutely, for real, uh, moved on its own later in the week. So later, I remember this night. So my end of the story, I was sleeping in my own room, and I started hearing you scream. And now your room was at one end of the hall, mom and dad's with the other, and I remember mom and dad, oh, dad, come barreling down the hallway to your room, and there was a lot of commotion, and you guys didn't really tell me what happened because I was younger and you didn't want to scare me. So what happened on that night? So I was sleeping in my bed, and if, if you've never seen the ventriloquist dummy, it's got a lever that when you pull it, it spring loads, opens the mouth. And you can let go of that spring, and the mouth will close really, really hard, and it makes this hollow, like, dung sound because the mouth is hitting the hollow head. And you're not supposed to do that, but if your thumb slips off, that's what's going to happen. I just started hearing that sound in the middle of the night over and over again. Dung, dung. Now, if I remember correctly, didn't Danny O'Day sit on a chest near your bed somewhere? It was at the foot of the bed. Oh, Yeah, it was at the foot of the bed on a chest. So I sat up because I heard this sound and I knew immediately that it was the dummy's head. I mean, that is a sound I'll never forget. And I let my eyes adjust to the darkness and I could see the mouth opening and closing and then that dummy's head started turning back and forth on its own. So when you uh, when you say it's tur- like it was just almost no. like it was shaking its head, no. Yes, exactly right. It was moving its head back and forth while the mouth was opening and closing all on its own. And he was sitting up. He was sitting upright, which is weird because I usually laid him down. And it, and it shouldn't that ventriloquist dummy shouldn't be able to sit upright without being ha- held up 
because the bottom is all cloth. There's nothing holding the dummy up. So he should, in theory, tumble over. No, he, and that's why you never, you always lay him down because he was off balance and you didn't want it to fall over and crack its head or anything like that. And here he was, Danny O'Day, sitting up, looking at me, twisting his head side to side, opening and closing his mouth. So he was, so I was, the way I was picturing it, his back was towards you, but he was facing towards you. He was facing towards me, looking at me. Oh, no. so that, oh, what happens then? I just started screaming. Um, I started screaming. Mom and dad came in and it all stopped and he fell over. And so we, you know, mom and dad thought I was just having a nightmare. So we put the dummy into the chest and locked the chest. But then for the next couple nights, I could still hear that sound coming from the chest. Like he was still opening and closing his mouth, almost like he was angry that I put him in this chest. Now, what's crazy is once we, and we moved shortly out of this house, shortly we moved to the hills of West Virginia. We never had another problem with Danny O'Day. We never had another haunted house experience, but something did happen in the hills of West Virginia to you. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, not haunted related at all. Like you said, never felt that feeling again. That house was haunted, but there was definitely something weird happening in the woods of West Virginia. And you swear it was from another planet. Uh, it was not of this world. We're going to talk about it tomorrow, same time, same place. What happened in the hills of West Virginia? You'll have to stick around tomorrow to find out. Nick, thanks for joining the show. Absolutely. Having a great time telling these stories.